Thanks for listening to Adopted Believers Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Nelson. Today, we're going to be looking at false worship and how we are to worship rightly. So today's readings are going to come from the ESV. Um, however, I cannot read all of the passage because that would take a little while. Um, so if you're turning in your Bibles, it is to Isaiah 1, 10 through 17. So let's get right into it. So first, we're going to see why Judah's worship was offensive to God. And then we're going to see how Judah can correct this. So right from the beginning of this passage, we see that God is not happy with his people. God calls Judah Sodom and Gomorrah. So this name was a deep insult to Judah. So the people of Judah would have remembered the godlessness of Sodom and Gomorrah. Gomorrah and they, how they were destroyed by God because of their immense wickedness. Think back to the story of Lot. Um, You probably remember how Lot's wife was turned to salt. Um, That's the story we're looking at. Um, Sodom committed terrible, terrible sins. Um, One of the sins that is brought up often against them was their homosexuality. Um, And this was not just like um, two angels came and visited Sodom and Gomorrah. and the people of Sodom and Gomorrah actually demanded that they have those people. Like, it was bad, bad stuff. Um, so, this was a deep, deep insult against Judah. So, notice the kind of offerings Judah is giving. So, clearly they are doing something wrong, and they are really doing something wrong. So... This is a little bit hard to tell. So we see that they sacrifice well-fed beasts. So these, they're not giving them like the afflicted animals. They're not giving them um, the crazy chickens. Um, They're giving them well-fed bulls. Like these are good offerings. And they're following the festivals, feasts, and gatherings. They're at all those, you know, when the church is open, they're coming. They're coming Sunday night, Wednesday night. Um, they're coming to the prayer meetings, everything, you know. Um, so why is God mad at them? The main problem with Judah was their hearts. They didn't want God. So we're going to see two main types of problems. Problems at the temple and problems away from the temple. So notice how God describes Judah's gatherings. He says that it's a solemn assembly. That is a very boring word. And that is exactly the word God wants, a solemn assembly. And this is exactly the opposite of what Judah should be doing. We shouldn't have solemn assemblies. We shouldn't go to church, or Judah should not have gone to the temple in a state of solemn. They shouldn't have been sad. They shouldn't have been serious. They should have been rejoicing. They should have been reverence and in fear, not just there to be there. So we must rejoice at church knowing that our sins are forgiven. We must rejoice in God, especially at church. Of all places to be solemn and boring with God, the church is the worst place to do that. So Judah failed to see the God they were serving. They didn't know God, so they didn't enjoy God. That's why Judah's offerings were detestable to God because they didn't enjoy him. They were just doing it to do it. They didn't want to do it. They didn't remember who they were worshiping to. They just did it to check off the list. You know, 
they said, oh, well, I go to the temple every week. That means I'm a good Christian or I'm a good Jew. No, that's not how we are to live. And so next, let's look at problems away from the temple. So Judah was guilty of a number of sins, including one, oppression of the poor, and two, unspecified evil deeds. So this oppression of the poor is something that's very easy to do and to, you know, just not really think about. Judah may not have really thought about that. They would have turned a blind eye. Um, And that's something we can't do. Um, The New Testament in particular talks about caring for the helpless. And that's something Judah failed to do. And that's something we need to make sure that we're not failing to do. And then unspecified evil deeds. Um, I don't think God really wanted to lay out all their evil deeds in this. And he'll lay out more as we go through this book. However, here for the sake of time, he just says evil deeds. And so next let's look at how Judah can correct this. God didn't just tell them their sins and say, well, good luck to you, you're dead. Um, He gives them ways to remedy this. However, before we go any further, we must realize that these warnings and calls for reform are for us as a church too, if we are solemn in our assemblies. So first, Judah must admit that they have the problem. So think of someone who has just been given a terrible diagnosis from a doctor. The diagnosis is not going to do them any good if they refuse to believe it, because they won't act on it. So, in the same way, Judah has been given a terrible diagnosis. There's sin. And if they don't act on that, then it's not going to do them any good. Even though they know their sin, and we see this, like in Jeremiah. I've been reading through Jeremiah recently, and you just see, just because they've been told their sin, does not mean they'll do anything. I mean, just reading through Jeremiah is like head-scratching. Just like, what are you doing? Like, it's confusing how dumb Israel can be at times. Um, So, off that diagnosis, we've been given that diagnosis of sin. Next, what, what, what must we do? We must wash ourselves. That's what Judah must do. Judah must wash itself. So, how do they do this? Through faith in God. And so, building off of that, how does God wash them? So, through Jesus Christ. As we study through the Old Testament, we need to realize how the people's sin was atoned for. It wasn't the sacrifices themselves that did it. Rather, these were acts of faith. And the true sacrifice was paid for by Jesus Christ. That's what the sacrifices were for. The sacrifices themselves didn't pay for sins, because if they did, then the solemn assemblies that Judah was having, they would have been fine for God. But that's not what the sacrifices were for. They were signs of faith, and those solemn assemblies showed that they had no faith in God. They didn't even know God, because if they knew God, they wouldn't have been solemn at those assemblies. They would have been joyful, rejoicing. They would have been glad and humbled just by who God is. So third, Judah must live in holiness. That is how Judah can correct their false worship and worship rightly and truthfully. God calls Judah to learn to do good, to seek justice, to correct oppression, to bring justice to the fatherless, and to plead the widow's cause. That is what God is looking for. 
He is looking for hearts that love him and then show that love for him to others. Judah and we must rejoice in God because of who he is and what he has done for us, both in church and out. Thanks for listening to another episode of Adopted Believers Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. Check us out at our website, adoptedbelievers.com, for episodes and other resources. And like us at Facebook at Adopted Believers.